0: Comprehensive, relevant, and insightful conversations about health and medicine happen here on MedStar Health DocTalk. It can be a daunting task to find the right doctor when you need spine surgery. Since both neurosurgeons and orthopedic surgeons are trained to perform spine procedures, who is the right choice? Today we explore that question with two experts, spine surgeon Dr. Bradley Motz of MedStar Orthopedic Institute and Dr. Victor Du, neurosurgeon at MedStar Franklin Square Medical Center. I'm your host, Mike Shu. Welcome to DocTalk. Dr. Motes and Dr. Dew, thank you for being here. I appreciate it. I'm going to start off with Dr. Moats. If you would break it down, uh, just what does an orthopedic spine surgeon do?
1: Well, I guess uh, the main overarching theme today is that there is very little difference between a neurosurgeon and orthopedic spine surgeon. Orthopedic spine surgeon has orthopedic training in their background, which typically consists of a residency program that takes anywhere from five to six years to complete. And then after that, they'll t- if they're a spine surgeon, they'll typically do a one year of fellowship thereafter, but they're trained with the background of fixing fractures, working on patients' bones.
0: And, and obviously a spine surgeon, that means from sort of top to bottom on the, on the backside?
2: Exactly, yes.
0: And I would imagine Dr. Dew is a neurosurgeon, we're talking sort of from the, the shoulders up, or is that n- not correct?
2: Uh, as Dr. Motz said, uh, the neurosurgeon, neurosurgeon's role in spine surgery uh, overlaps with the orthopedic spine surgeon's role, and that's from the top to bottom, from the cervical spine down through the thoracic spine into the lumbar spine. So
0: what are, th- I, what are the differences then?
2: So overall, uh, there is a lot of overlap, a lot of shared training, a lot of shared background, uh, and uh, a lot of uh, professional uh, overlap and collaboration. And there are and the, uh, very few uh, differences uh, mainly entail a few uh, conditions. Uh, for example, adolescent idiopathic scoliosis and its uh, different manifestations are generally taken care of by Uh, orthopedic spine surgeons. And uh, tumors of the spinal cord and spinal nerves are taken care of uh, by neurosurgeons. But other aspects of spine surgery, including, uh, you know, degenerative arthritis of the spine, uh, disc diseases, spinal disc diseases, infections of the spine, uh, cancer uh, of the spine, and trauma to the spine are, uh, are diseases and pathologies and disease processes that are taken care of uh, both by orthopedic spine surgeons and neurosurgeons uh, in a fairly similar way uh, in, in modern times. So just
0: as someone who's not a doctor, or the regular guy on the street, when I think of a neurosurgeon, I think of someone who's going to be concerned with my brain, correct? Correct. And the
2: spine. Correct. And uh, the neurosurgeon focuses on uh, you know, treatment of disorders of the nervous system, of the central nervous system, which includes the brain and the spinal cord and the, uh, more peripherally the, the spinal nerve roots. And the spine is the anatomy, the region of the body where there is a lot of interface, a lot of interaction between the, bone, the bony anatomy of the spine with the spinal cord and the spinal nerve roots. And that's, that's basically uh, where uh, you know, there is the overlap between specialists from different backgrounds, uh, you know, the orthopedic spine surgeon and the neurosurgeon.
0: Dr. Motz, when people come to you, they're referred by various other physicians or sometimes people go in search of their own. What should someone consider when they're looking for a spine surgeon?
1: Well, the pathology, again, there's there's a lot of overlap. Um, Conditions that I treat in large part can also be treated by a neurosurgeon. I think, historically speaking, however, so spine surgery can basically be broken down into two groups, okay? We're taking pressure off of nerves, okay? And we're also stabilizing instability, fractures potentially, or if there's arthritis that can also lead to instability. Those are the two main treatment algorithms in spine surgery. Neurosurgeons historically kind of came down the pathway of taking the pressure off of the nerves, whereas orthopedic surgeons kind of looked at things more from the stabilization aspect. Mm -hmm. But currently, in current day, there's a lot of overlap between the two. So as Dr. Du had mentioned, really the small percent of pathology, intradural tumors, meaning the dura is kind of the sac that protects the nerves and also contains cerebrospinal fluid. There are certain rare circumstances where there is tumor or pathology within that sac, and that's treated by a neurosurgeon, not typically an orthopedic spine surgeon. Neurosurgeons also obviously do cranial work on the side a lot of times, whereas Orthopedic spine surgeons will be fixing fractures, doing ankle fractures on the side as well.
0: So, is it up to the patient, Doctor Du then to choose between, or is that something that uh, a physician somewhere along the line should make the recommendation?
2: I think uh, I think a combination of that. Uh, you know, the the patient uh, doing research into uh, you know a spine surgeon, whether an orthopedic spine surgeon or a neurosurgical spine surgeon. Uh, who fits their needs, and in collaboration with, you know, discussing with the patient's primary uh, physician, you know, for referring to a recommended spine specialist, I think by having that conversation and doing that research, the patient can, uh, you know, arrive at the uh, spine specialist uh, that can take care of their issue.
0: So, who's an ideal candidate for orthopedic spine surgery?
2: So, the ideal candidate for spine surgery, whether it's, uh, uh, ultimately is performed by an orthopedic spine surgeon or a neurosurgical spine surgeon, uh, is a a patient with uh, pathology in their spine uh, that has uh, resulted in consequences uh, and symptoms such as uh, pain, weakness, numbness, loss of function, loss of sensation, and these symptoms come from problems uh, arising from the bone, uh, the discs, and other structures of the spine. And usually it's coming from compressing the uh, spinal cord or the the spinal nerves. And uh, in in those situations, the uh, nerve structures are being pinched. And as a result, uh, the patient suffers uh, from a loss of function or uh, or other debilitating symptoms like severe pain. And in these situations, the uh, patient can benefit, uh, can often benefit from uh, some uh, non-surgical uh, types of treatments including uh, physical therapy and uh, and injections and and other non-operative treatments. In the situations where there are serious neurological deficits, including you know weakness and loss of function, or if these non-surgical treatments are not helping relieve symptoms, then the sur- patient becomes a candidate for spine surgery, and the exact type of spine surgery or the exact treatment plan. Uh, you know, will be determined by where exactly in the spine, uh, that the disease or the pathology of the disease process is located and what steps can be done surgically to treat it. And, and the steps to be determined, uh, can be arrived at by, uh, a spine surgeon, an orthopedic spine surgeon or a neurosurgical spine surgeon looking over the patient's imaging, looking over MRIs, CAT scans and making a determination, making a judgment there.
0: So if it does come down to surgery, I've been told that oftentimes neurosurgeons
2: and orthopedic surgeons are in the same operating room
0: working together on a patient. Uh, Break that down for me. How does that work?
1: Well, it's very uh, physician uh, dependent. Um, I frequently will collaborate with a neurosurgeon. Typically, I do that for cases in which It's a larger case. I feel that patient would benefit from it, that it's safer with two surgeons on board. If there is multi-level severe compression of the nerve roots, then I may ask one of my neurosurgery colleagues to assist with that uh, decompressive or taking the pressure off the nerves portion of the surgery. I have been asked uh, to help out my neurosurgery colleagues to facilitate with instrumentation, placing the screws and in the process of stabilizing the spine because of my orthopedic background and training. But it is physician uh, dependent. Some might feel more comfortable than others using another surgeon as opposed to not. I know that
0: you know, I've had to have the services of a spine surgeon not that long ago actually. and. I from a patient's point of view it was it was concerning because you don't know what the future holds and if your condition is permanent or if there can be relief. How do you two both deal with that both the giving of good news saying yeah, I think we can help you in a challenging case.
2: I think uh that that's a that's a great scenario because that's definitely uh, uh, a very realistic scenario and in a lot of uh, these spine pathologies uh, there are difficult symptoms and difficult uh, outcomes and difficult uh, uh, treatments so uh, I think starting with choosing the right spine specialist uh, is very important and uh, that's uh, again uh, I, I advise all patients to collaborate with their uh, other physicians to uh, you know choose the right spine surgeon uh, whether an orthopedic spine surgeon or a neurosurgical spine surgeon. And uh, in, in uh, situations where uh, spine surgery uh, is an option uh, for the treatment of, uh, of the patient's symptoms, uh, you know there clearly has to be a clear uh, disorder or uh, something wrong with the anatomy in the spine. And if we can point to something wrong with the anatomy in the spine and point to that finding and be confident that the symptoms are coming from that disorder in the anatomy in the spine, then surgery can be a real difference maker and can improve the quality of life of the patient. And if if even with severe symptoms, if let's say the MRI or the CAT scan does not show a clear finding. Uh, in the anatomy that would uh, explain the symptoms, then, uh, you know, there, then surgery may not be the right choice. And then, you know, the, the spine surgeon, the spine specialist and expert will, uh, help guide that patient to other non-surgical treatments, including, like I said earlier, you know, physical therapy, injections and, and other interventions.
1: I mean, it's what the, the different pathology, as Dr. Dew explained, if it correlates with the physical manifestations, if the MRI matches up, those are the patients that, uh, when you take the pressure off the neurologic structures, they can get better. But it's, there's so many factors that go in in terms of neurologic recovery. So the way I, phrase it with my patients that there there is no guarantee. I mean, I can guarantee as a surgeon that I will take the pressure off the nerves, but how that will then correlate to neurologic recovery, everyone's different, okay? And it depends on age, comorbidities, where the pressure is located, if the pressure is on the spinal cord itself. It might be harder for the body to recover as opposed to a nerve root located in the lower lumbar spine. So it's not only it's patient specific; it's anatomy specific. The duration of the compression factors in. There's so many variables at play. I think that leads into the next
0: question, which is: Are there different types of surgeries which you prefer or enjoy because they do bring good outcomes?
1: Me personally. Um, I enjoy the lumbar cases, uh, patients that have that come to me with severe lumbar stenosis, um, which is pressure on the nerve roots that has been gradually, typically gradually accumulating over years and years of time, and they see that their functional status has been declining. Um, they can't walk as far. They can't go out and do the things they enjoy doing, going on walking their dog or what have you. Those patients that come to me and their MRI shows that pathology, go, and then they undergo the surgery. You take the pressure off the nerve roots, and then typically, now there's no guarantee now, but typically the patients will come to me postoperatively very happy, greater than 90% of the time, the fact that now they can go out and do the stuff that they missed doing, stuff that they haven't been able to do for years and years. You live
0: for those kind of stories.
1: Yes. It, it, it's uh, why I got into the job. That's cool, Dr. Wu.
2: Yeah, I and, and in my practice, the most gratifying, some of the most gratifying cases are uh, you know diseases and disease processes that affect the spinal cord, compression of the spinal cord, and for you know very similar reasons as uh, Dr. Motz mentioned, uh, when uh, important neurological structure uh, is being compromised by the disease process, and you know a surgery can be undertaken to relieve that. And, uh, and when the surgery is successful, you know, for, then the patient can benefit from you know, preventing them from losing more function or sometimes uh, you know, regaining function. That's a very gratifying feeling.
0: Seems like in some ways we're in a, a bit of a golden age for technological advancement in medicine and, and different uh, types of medicine. Is, is that what is happening now in your field?
1: Yes, definitely. We, uh, MedStar is on the forefront in terms of robotic navigation. Uh, we recently acquired um, a robot made by uh, Globus, the Excelsius robot that aids in placement of our instrumentation. We can uh, monitor the neurologic anatomy and monitor the anatomy much better while we're performing the surgery as well. Soon we'll have the capability of actually performing a CT scan intraoperatively to make sure and to ensure that the instrumentation was placed properly. That way we can identify if there's an issue and address that at the time of surgery as opposed to to afterward. So this is all exciting new technology that we're the first in the area to be doing this. It, It is quite exciting.
0: Gentlemen, Thank you for your time and your expertise. Thanks for doing the good work that you do. We've been talking with uh, Dr. Bradley Motes and Dr. Victor Du, both spine experts with MedStar Health. Thank you, doctors Du and Motes, for sharing your expertise with us here on MedStar Health Doc Talk. To learn or make an appointment with either of our spine experts, visit medstarortho.org/backslash and
1: medstarhealth.org/backslash du.